U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 14 hours, 8 minutes, 30 seconds. Universal Time, 19 hours, 8 minutes. Standard Time, 14 hours, 8 minutes, 45 seconds. I'm so happy to be here, yeah. I'm just happy to be here. Still, I know the world's on fire, the situation's dire. A lot of work and courage's gonna be required, but I'm just happy to be here. It is... February 5th, 2023, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. took it down a little bit the beginning because it doesn't take me as much to get the show ready now so i took like 30 seconds off the intro oh okay caught you slipping over there didn't i did i think you caught yourself slipping because you're like it is what day is it today? no i looked up i saw you didn't have your headset ready so i was like but i did i almost did forget what month it yeah, was but i normally don't talk until like two minutes into the show so I was kind of like, oh shit! It is like another month. Another month is already here. It's February. I skipped. I skipped it's Jesse's uh, birthday month. I skipped Groundhog Day because they kind of ruined it for me with all the Groundhog Day references, with all the documents popping up everywhere. You know, they were like, oh, it's like Groundhog Day, so they, you know, Bill Murray Groundhog Dayed me out. <laughs> we did also watch Groundhog Day, not that a few months ago. I watch it all the time. Yeah, you know, it's not, you don't have to wait till February second for Groundhog Day. What do you think about the snow, though? My God, it is February 5th, and they had some snow here in Las Vegas. They're actually this snow This is really fell. cool. There, were, there was snow in Henderson. There was snow by the mountain close to us. We Mount can see Charleston it from the window, yeah. is packed with snow, which is really exciting. Um, yeah, people were kind of thrown off by the colder weather here in, here in Vegas. I'm enjoying it. I am really enjoying but, it, but Is it true that on the East Coast, I think I heard it's going to be like negative 100 degrees close in one location? I guess it was like 110 or something in somewhere in New Hampshire, so the coldest right? ever in the history of the world. I guess so, Mr. Jesse. I'd rather deal with 110 degree heat than 110 degree cold. I don't even know what I would do. I don't think I have that many jackets. <laughs> All right, you want to take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll get into it, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. Hold tight. We're coming back. All right, let's do it. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Dr. Whoever. When you gotta go, you gotta go. 
but we will be right back. Remember to always wipe and wash those hands. Doctor's orders. This is KBUT, the butt. We have a full, full show, Mr. Jesse. Do you yeah. want to just go ahead and get into the top things that happened since we did the last show? Absolutely. All let's kinds of crazy it. stuff has happened lately. All right, let's go. Mr. Jesse, we missed Snoop Dogg here in oh. Las Vegas. Well, I guess Snoop he Dogg came. I guess he came yesterday. He was at Planet Thirteen. Uh, yeah, February. Oh, that's right. They February fourth. They had a product launch, and uh, I heard Snoop Dogg was coming out. To An perform. extravaganza at Planet Thirteen. It's only I, fitting Snoop would be at the dispensary, it. right? Totally missed it. Mm, that's all right. Next time. But um, you know. What I did not miss is that Mr. Joe Biden, he's officially going to declare the end of COVID on May 11th, Jesse. So here's the thing, we though. We can finally be this over This is it. exciting, but what does that mean for It means it's over. It means Americans. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to be seeing no COVID tests. I don't want to be seeing no your six foot circles on the floor. I don't want to be seeing no more plexiglass. Okay, but this I don't want to hear the COVID word. But this word. does mean emergency benefits that have been in place during COVID are going away then, right? I don't know. I don't care. As long as I don't have to hear about it anymore. That's well, no, thing. this is true. So people will start having to pay for things that they didn't have to pay like during what? an emergency. Um, so it, if you have to pay for vaccines, any type of medical uh, issues that you had. Who was paying Medicaid, for vaccines? Medicaid. Vaccines, vaccines were free. free. Oh, That's so now if you want a vaccine, you have to pay for it? Exactly. Nobody was getting them anyway. It's so stupid. It's like, I don't know. It's, I, I, get, I get it. It was a problem. But it's no longer a problem. Let's all move on. You know, let's move on to something that is but a problem. I, but I, here's Jesse. the thing, though. I think it's very important to, especially the government, but also us as a people, to really analyze what we experienced oh, during well. the pandemic. I'm because fine with this that. is not the last time this is going to happen. But we that's will, the government's job. We will job. experience this. But it's also, not the our, people's job but it's also our job at how we consume what the government puts out. Yeah, but we, they need to get it together to present it in a right way. Well, we because that's kind of the problem. We all were kind of under the Trump stuff. administration during the last COVID. Yeah, what so was happening? Hopefully we'll have somebody competent uh, during the next well, pandemic. Part of the problem is it's science and it's you know something with like this scientific and medical and all it's yeah, but science in such a quick quick amount of time. But science you can't give wasn't the best at, answer. But science wasn't at play during the last administration. Well, I mean, science is always at play. It's just how quick is going science going to move? You know, that's the thing. You know, people were doing research. Yeah, but I, you know, but I think from, at, people at didn't a time stop doing we research. we face we face public conversation whether or not COVID was real. Yeah, you know I mean, and when we had like. No. People dying left and right. I think that was only stupid people, Jesse. Real people were real. You can't fix stupid, as they say, Mr. Jesse. But down in Memphis, they'd be trying to fix something because it looks like they fired a few more people that were responsible or 
had something to do with the beating of the Tyree Nichols. The funeral was really good. I watched it. I don't want to get mm-hmm. into that a lot, but like one thing that like kind of made me get a little emotional is they're gonna build a skating rink and a skate park in the honor of the it's guy. Really cool. And I like to skate, and it's like something you don't really see a lot of black people out there doing. It's just. I don't know. It, it, the way they did it was also cool, and the family came up and talked, and one of the sisters read a poem. I thought it was um, it was a very you know, but a uplifting little bit message. Back, back onto the story, mm-hmm. um, two emergency medical conditions that were on site to like EMTs, supposedly I guess. treat Tyree Nichols have been fired by the department lieutenant uh, and terminated over the response from January 7th encounter with members. Um, so this is a direct response that it's not just police that's you know facing repercussions for how they treated Tyree Nichols, but it's also the emergency response mm-hmm. unit as well. And it's really cool to see this, this skate park. And I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things that we're we're all blended into society. And then regardless of you know race or gender, that people are skating, people yeah. are just doing everyday American things because in the end. We're, we're all Americans. We're all just trying right. to live our lives. Just because you're – like one of his brothers um, came up and said something. was like, hey, you know, I used to try to like get him to play basketball. And, you know, he wasn't interested in being a rapper or wearing Jordans. He wanted to go skate and take pictures you of the do, sunset. you know who Pharrell you know? Williams is from the Neptunes? Pharrell. The guy that wears the, happy. the hat. Oh, I hey, he's, that song, he's yeah. a skateboarder. Oh, is he? Yeah. That's I mean, that, thing? that was a huge yeah. thing for him. When that's he that why he's so out. happy. Yeah, my speech. Skateboarding is <laughs> I fun. Hate that. I hate that song. <laughs> Jesse, I'm glad you did not buy a Hyundai because um, there are insurance providers that are dropping people that have certain Kia and Hyundai models because you can use like a USB cord or something and start the car and steal them. Oh, that's so, a um, major uh, They're issue. being stolen from different cities, different cities uh, across across the country. People are just... There's a rash of these cars. Um, I mean, they're not the most expensive cars either, but if you can They're pretty pricey. Them. But I think this might be a yeah, I think that SUV, I was, looking, I was like $60,000. Oh, yeah. I was like, who in the world is going to buy a $60,000 Kia? No, it's a Hyundai. Oh, Hyundai. And the story that we can't get away from this past couple of days, the Chinese weather balloon, Jesse. Instead of the plane, the plane, the balloon, the balloon. The balloon. Somebody <laughs> shoot down the balloon. And we, I, I assumed they were going to shoot it down. But what I told you, and I think is just kind of silly, is that the Biden administration didn't take advantage of this as kind of like a distraction from all the documents or just to kind of be fun and light about it because you knew they were going to shoot it down. It was there. People saw it with their eyeballs. It was all over the place. There's probably Twitter accounts like the, you know, the balloon twitter.com, I don't know, what silly people do. And then they just kind of just let it meander and oh yeah, it's there. Like he should have came out and been like, "Oh yeah, we're going to take this down and let's talk about get all the people and talk about how we're going to shoot it down." Like that would have been interesting. Instead, they just kind of let it float around. I mean, I, I don't think the Biden Wasted opportunity handles uh, PR. outreach and PR the same Pub. way the prior administration. It's handled like a normal government agency's handled back in the day, which is, you know, inform as much as the American people need to know, but they handle it on a military level. And what I, you know, I, I, I saw the story, but I honestly, I wasn't very interested at all in the story. Me either. That's but the thing. It could have been interesting. Because it was very delicate way of handling the situation mm-hmm. because there was 
how many tons did you say? How many? Like oh, four, they said it was like four, four school bus school buses like, worth yeah. of technology. So when you're thinking about a balloon, makes sense. They don't just say yeah, shoot a balloon out the of sky. Fine, I get that. But what about the assets that are attached to this balloon? Or it could let's injure learn, someone? Let's learn what technology the Chinese have. Well, I think let's they're learn more worried what they're about actually it hurting trying someone. to do. And yeah, can you imagine four yeah. school buses flying from the sky? Um, Destructive how to high land. Was it? it was above like helicopters. Oh, above what like, right? helicopters can go? Yeah, like like um, scientific research level that like you know um, almost I think they said to more kind of like gravity or like you almost get like in the in between area of the oxygen level in space. I guess is so. Yeah, because I was like, why don't they just take a helicopter, fly it above it, drop a net? There you go. But. But I think helicopter can't fly that more high. because we live right next to Nellis Air Force. Oh, they were all out yesterday, if, everywhere. If it comes down to shooting something out of the sky, if it was that simple, trust me, it would have been shot out shot of the sky a hundred times. Don't don't mess with the U.S. Air Force. They're, I agree. I see these planes out here all the time. All the time, they they will handle anything that the Chinese have. But to my send thing is, way. it could have just been very, funny. It's like, more of a it's a it's a recovery effort, and that's when you have a recovery yeah. element to a situation. It always makes it a little more complex. But I don't think people care about that. That's the thing. Like I get yeah, the government the cares thing, about so, that. Like think about um, the American public. What they could find this fast, it could be either be scary, it could be nothing, or it could be fascinating. So they just kind of turn it into like a nothing burger instead of instead of like making it some kind of interesting thing, you know, and like explain to people how this works and what they could be collecting and why we do that to other countries. There was just so much. Instead, there were the news people were just on, be like, oh well, here's a balloon. Now well, it's going over Minnesota. Or now it's going over Montana. To be, blah, to blah, be blah, clear, blah. there it's was like, there was a White House. White House briefing. Yeah, but it was lame. Yeah, but that's very. It's the details you're discussing. It was done that way. But here's the thing. Could have and I, opportunity but, but for Let some me say one thing. This administration is not here for entertainment. Mm. Only when they're losing documents. We're, apparently, we were used to having that with the prior administration. I know. But the the White House is not me. there for entertainment. They're there to disseminate information, and the American people can digest it how they digest it. Mm-hmm. And the news outlets will disseminate that information how they see appropriate. Um, but if it posed any threats. I know people were concerned about how long it was how it was in the air, but if that balloon posed any threat to the sovereignty of the United States, it would have been out of the air a long time ago. I don't think but it was a threat. The no. threat assessment placed by the US military didn't find this to be a threat. And it was more strategically important for them to get the assets that were Prove attached to the balloon. Yeah. Like I China, mean, China was trying to prove a point. Like we could come into your airspace and you can't do anything about it. And that's kind of what I mean. Like they should went on the news and use that as op- kind of like what they did with Ukraine when they figured out Russia had was going to do like a fake battle or whatever, and they were going to put all these videos or whatever. They should have done that. They would have been like, "Oh, this is what China's trying to do. This is blah blah blah. This is what this is. This is what it could be collecting." That could have been so much more interesting than like, "Oh, we don't know. It could be a blah blah, but we don't know what it's doing." I don't know. It was it was lame. It could have been a lot more entertaining, Mister Jesse. Okay. We will handle the balloon coverage next time. Mm-hmm. Just missed opportunity. I mean, you're trying to be president. You want people to talk about you. And you got a giant balloon from China just going across the country. And you're just like, eh, well, you know, I'm still looking for my documents. It's just silly. And 
someday you will go far. Trump would have convened a press conference and would have been like, we're going to lock that balloon up. Lock the balloons up. All the balloons. Lock them up. That's what he would have said. But, you know, who's not going to be locked up anymore, Jesse? It's not like you miss Trump. I'll do a little bit. And some else I miss is Miss Roseanne Barr. Ugh. And why did she, what What did she do again that was so terrible? I forget. I'm not, I don't remember, honestly. Because Kathy Griffin had the fake Trump head that she, I, like, I'm decapitated sure, I think Trump. it was something racist in terms of, like, saying something about, I don't, I don't know. Well, she's going to return to comedy on February 13th on Fox Nation. I don't even know what that is. Is that, like, separate from Fox? So, apparently, she was canceled following a hateful tweet ABC canceled the Roseanne revival and would oh, later bring it That's back right. to the Connors, the Connors killing yes, off yes, Barr's yes, character. Yes. <laughs> you can't kill Roseanne. I'm so completely original. My new look is all the rage. All right, what do you think about Walt Disney having their own master plan communities, Mr. Jesse? Kind of like we live in a master plan community, but Disney has their own. You can live basically in... Disneyland, but it's like your neighborhood. You actually live there for for real. It's kind of weird, right? I mean, I, I like the concept, but here's my only issue w- with that. Everybody that buys a home at some point finds an issue with the home they live in and the bad you know, connotation that gives to Disney. And people could have a bad experience with Disney based on the home they get. Or if they have a crappy neighbor, they're going to blame Walt Disney for that. Mickey Mouse, it's your fault. My neighbor sucks. Mm. Well, you can have this mansion for mansion. only $5.89 million. I thought you said they're building a community. They are. They're they are. building a, this is like a, a this mansion is like a, estate for the wealthy. This is like a mansion, though. This is like a separate thing. This is like a house. But there's like a whole neighborhood. They're building these whole neighborhoods down in like Florida and I think maybe in Arizona. Um, I think it's going to be like a new thing. It's it's going to be kind of a new thing for living like a resort. Like people want it. Like that new community across the street. Like it's for older people. But I think even younger people are now, it's like you want to kind of live in like a resort vibe. You always want to feel like you got something going on. What do you think, Mr. Jesse? Yeah. But it, but it looks like this is going to be something tailored for the upper 1%. The upper based, 1%. It's all these prices. Well, I'm sure it is. I mean, what do we say? If, you, if you're if you driving a car and taking your kids to school uh, in America, you probably are the upper 1%. You just might not feel like it all the time. Mm, I don't know about that. What do you think about Stephen King movies, Mr. Jesse? I mean, not a huge fan of Stephen King. I know. I, f- I fell asleep last night during a movie called The Fog. <laughs> But I've never actually seen the Boogeyman ever, or I even like I remember my my cousins used to talk about the Boogeyman. So that must have been something that was like, you know, in, more in the eighties or. I thought like we just like, watched like a Stephen King movie. We did, we did, we watched stuff Stephen it was like King the all the house time or something. I can't remember. I mean, it's not like it, it's bad, but it's no, nothing no, no. that They're blows not that my great. mind. Well, this is the official trailer for the Boogeyman. By Stephen King, and this is the actual movie that's going to be in the theaters. It looks like nationwide on June second. You want to see this, Mr. Jesse? Sure. Okay, get in here. I don't know how you sleep with all these lights. What are you scared of? I don't see anything. Okay, monster check complete. 
With the, the boogeyman lives under your bed, right? Is that what it is? Ooh, that's never been done before. <laughs> I mean, is that like the? I mean, that's the theory, right? Did Stevie King create the boogeyman? Oh yeah, okay, she's looking under the bed. She has like a, one of those giant orb Oh, okay, that was kind of creepy. It's been around forever. Hidden. In the dark. Producers of Stranger Things. It's like all those spooky monsters you think are hiding under your bed. Actually, might be good. I almost get like that M. Night Shyamalan. A little bit. What is this? It's the thing that comes for your kids when you're not paying attention. Okay. So it's like they grow up. It's like they've grown up and it's like they're adults and maybe the boogeyman is following their kids or something. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, that actually looks pretty good. I, I like scary movies, but some of them are silly. They actually look pretty good. I don't know. What do you think about Mark Anthony getting married to a 23-year-old? Wasn't he J-Lo's ex, Jesse? I know that you is. love some J-Lo. That's J-Lo's ex and the father of J-Lo's two kids. Oh, is it? The twins. Oh, yep. so now this girl is going to be part of the J-Lo family almost. So, and apparently um, his kids uh, were not at the wedding so here's the funny part. So J-Lo's and Mark Anthony's kids that they share in their first marriage are 14 years old. And no, so Mark old Anthony's old. wife is only nine years older than are his 14-year-old. Are they twins? They're twins. I'm oh, yeah. sorry. Wait, what are you saying? They have she's, twins. She's only nine years older? Oh, that's his, funny. His wife is only nine years older than his 14-year-old daughter. <laughs> when you do the math like that, that is pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> So it's kind of it's kind of funny, but uh, everybody's there. Gloria Stefan was there. Uh, the Beckhams were there. Oh. Uh, it was a big, big bash. And J Lo, you know, recently just got married to her original fiance before Benifer. she married uh, Mark Anthony uh, Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Weren't they Benifer back then? Mm-hmm. And that was the people she called and, them. And J Lo just put her uh, Bel Air home on the market for forty five million dollars. And I was flipping through the pictures. She actually has like a pond like a lagoon oh yeah you there. said you're like how do they get a pond like there? how do you even have that much acreage in in la but um yeah so it was a gigantic wedding mark anthony married former miss universe uh who's 23 years old who who's very beautiful but i mean it's one of those things like i have no problem with it she's 23 years old that's perfectly fine it's my thing is like mark anthony's like 50 years old she's i mean i don't really care to be honest you know marry whoever you want but Sometimes I just wonder about that stuff. It's like these 50, celebrities. Mark Anthony's 54. Like how many times have you been married? That's my thing. Like why marry this 23-year-old? Just, you know, so buy her some nice stuff so and she's let her 40, hang out. When she's 43, Mark Anthony would be 73 years old. Yeah. It's one of those things like I, I don't mind it, but when you once you get older, mm-hmm. when you're, you start becoming a caregiver to the person you married – and mm-hmm. it's it's that's when He's it starts getting old. a little odd for me. You know well, like mean? the astronaut, the uh, Buzz Aldrin, or I can't even remember which one. One of the astronauts that walked on the moon. He is ninety three years old, and he just married this like I guess she was like sixty. But you know, eh, 
whatever. That's yeah. like him. Like he's in his fifties. He should wait till he's like eighty and then marry like a twenty-three year old to take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a little break, Mister Jesse? Sure. And I want to ask you what you think about these supposed real life stories from reality TV. Oh, we don't want to watch reality TV. Not that kind of real. It's, it's reality TV like we would kind of watch, like. Worst Cooks in America. Oh, okay. House Hunters. That kind of reality TV. KBUT. The Butt. New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. Michael, 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 one day You've been prepping all year for this one day You've been meeting, you've been sewing Every feather, every stone, and every inch of every corner Just as long as I say Now your grandma or my grandma Buys a fire 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 My grandma said to your grandma We're gonna set your place on These people are spilling the details on reality TV like Judge Duty, Ultimate Tag, Worst Cooks in America, Extreme Home Makeover. Um, we watch some of these, like the <laughs> this one from House Hunters International. We always kind of say we're like, you know, like they sometimes look like they're annoyed, but then but then like in the next clip they're like ha 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 and like touching the people on the arm, and it's like yeah, it, uh, we have to. We had to do it over and over to get the reaction they wanted. Like if we weren't annoyed, mad, or happy enough with the realtor, <laughs> I had to fake being mad with him while off camera we were singing and dancing together. She said. <laughs> uh, and I think we all know that this is staged because know. these people aren't that creative actors. I mean, a little bit is reality, and a little bit is all right. We need to. Uh, up this emotion a little bit so it's a little more entertaining for people to watch because their goal is to get people to watch the show and if everybody's just joyous or everybody's complaining mm -hmm. it's going to turn off some and excite some so it's about getting that little happy medium what about this one viewers have you ever heard a show called jungle gold i have not heard of it but this person said their cousin's husbands this is a who knows how far the story is down they joined one of the later seasons of a gold mining show in Ghana. And apparently at the end of the show, they had to flee the country because they were wanted by policia. <laughs> Another funny one, it was a uh, person was on Judge Judy and it said the only thing that they told us was she gets paid to be a jerk. <laughs> it's all real. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, this one says... Uh, That's I, like your dream job right there. Oh, I would love that. Tell they people pay how you stupid to be a they jerk? are. You gave your sister, who's a waitress at IHOP, Four thousand dollars and thought she would pay you back in three months, girl. You crazy? That's on you. <laughs> All right, that's enough of those. That's only pretty funny, though, right, Mister Jesse? Because mm -hmm. you always wonder about that this stuff. Um, I think you have some news to tell me about Lisa Marie Presley. How about that in a second when we come back? Sounds good. If they said it on then it must be true. This is Doctor Whoever's flaky found facts. Hey, stupid. Don't believe everything you hear. You're listening to the Doctor Whoever Project. Goodbye. 
Lisa Marie Presley apparently was in debt, and but she did have a big life insurance policy. She had several Jesse. life insurance policies. Well, before so. we get to that, can we talk about her funeral? The Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins was there. He's saying um, one of the royal family, I think Princess Grace, maybe, or one of the royal family was there. Um, Alanis Morissette sang a song. I was like, oh my god. Well, I'm sure everybody in people. the musical world and celebrities oh, yeah, wanted to meet Lisa Marie Presley. Obviously, Elvis Presley is a huge American icon. Uh, so everybody untimely that, death as well. Yeah, I mean, I think most of the Presley. Uh, deaths have been untimely, including her sure. son who yeah. committed suicide. Um, but yeah, so but yeah, sorry. You, you Back think to the of, money. You think of you know the Presleys, and you think about you know tons of money, Graceland, Elvis Presley. Um, but Lisa Marie, Marie Presley was actually millions of dollars in debt at, towards the end of her life, mm. according to the report. And the late singers allegedly cashed out two life insurance policies and intended to cash out a third to pay off $4 million in debt. And that's reported by um, TMZ. Um, but apparently the last life insurance policy she was trying to cash out uh, it was messed up. The paperwork is messed up. I heard her name so, was spelled wrong. And yeah, like, so there was, like there's a few issues in, in you know, having her cash out that last policy, which is beneficial to the Presleys now that uh, due to her untimely death, that she'll actually, her daughter will actually get the $25 million instead of the, the $2 million she was going to get for cashing out that life insurance policy a little bit early. Hmm. So it just kind of just shows you just because you are the daughter of uh, Elvis Presley, that money just isn't rolling in. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong. She was reported to have spent at least $100 million through her lifetime. And I'm sure the royalties for Elvis Presley have you know, been sold five times over by now. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I am sure. And that's what happens, though, unfortunately. Like Futurama, Mr. Jesse? I mean, it's all right. It's coming back. Different to it. It might fill my hole if Ricky Morty is canceled, because that's kind of like the same level, you know, of comedy and like satire. I don't think anyone thing could fill that hole. What's going to fill my Rick and Morty hole? Well, (laughs) this guy's getting his hole filled because Kentucky former player Isaac Humphreys. Apparently, he's came out as a homosexual, Jesse. And I had to look it up because I was like, wait, is this the guy that was married to a Kardashian and now he's gay? That was Chris Humphreys. Oh, Chris Humphreys has come out as gay? No, no, no. This is Isaac Humphreys. Another. That's what they can be putting. You can't be putting putting fake news on this show. You already did that once with. what was that? The guy who got run over by his J- Jeremy Rayner with his <laughs> no, 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 said he no, lost no. his leg. No, no, no. This is uh, this this says uh, top tier men's basketball player, uh, NBA Kentucky player Isaac Humphreys. And I did, but I did. If the first I heard, I was like, that, isn't that the guy that married a Kardashian? No, not the same guy. Not the same guy. People. Personally excited about season three of Picard, Jesse. Oh. Star Trek's Picard, New Generation. And something I found out recently, I think it is this station, or I not call it, I don't even call it a station anymore. Like, what, what, uh, what do you even call Paramount? Like, like it's not a TV show. Conglomerate? <laughs> well, I guess Paramount Plus is merging with Showtime now. 
So it's like gonna be a like conglomerate. a conglomerate, even more. I can't keep track of what shows are on what channels. What it's very, it's very, um, it's very, very confusing, Mr. Jesse. Well, Tammy Stelton, Thousand Pound Sisters, she's back in the news, Jesse, because and she's what, gained some what, weight. What uh, network is that on? That's on TLC, but TLC, okay. it can be found on Discovery Plus. It's so it's so confusing. I know, right? And, uh, and I don't wanna, you know I don't what I've learned, this. you know, talking about the networks again, I've learned that if it can be found on two different networks or sources, mm-hmm. some of them show the newest episodes, some of them only show the old episodes. Maybe only like one it's season. Very complicated. Oh yeah, like there's some things where you might find like a season two and a season seven. I'm like, well, where's the rest of I them? I think yesterday you were asking like, who owns Harry Potter? Because Harry Potter used to be on HBO Max. And now it's on the Peacock. Yeah, I guess now it's on the cock, which is... NBC Universal. NBC Universal, which makes sense is that because also Universal, no. So Warner Brothers. A Warner Brothers. So which NBC makes sense Universal because Warner Harry Brothers Potter is Warner the, the actual, you know, attraction is at Universal Studios. Makes sense. It's confusing. Like there needs to be like some kind of app where you can just. Well, I guess you go to like, but see, it doesn't find everything though. Like it doesn't search like Amazon, Hulu. Yeah. You have to like go through and just find it. I don't know. But let's let's go back to to Tammy Slayton. Well, what's um, one going of on our with one her? of our more favorite shows, A Thousand Pound Sisters. She's in the hospital still. She's in the hospital. She is a trach, but um, I guess she got married. I heard Jesse. I did not hear. I that. don't want to look it up and discuss it. Are you, are you it. trying to ruin the season? I saw place? it on like somewhere in Facebook. So I'm just saying. Oh, it, Facebook. Yes, yeah, so I just oh, saw like a thing. True. So it might not be true. So I'm just kind of saying like I think she might have got married, but like I don't know. I think we'll have to follow up on that. Well, of course, she takes us into some food news. How about that, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. Healthy is hard on the Doctor Ever Project. Here we go. Oh boy, three a.m. Another beautiful day, Krusty Krab. Another day, servicing the masses. Yes, Doctor Now, give her another copy. So, Jesse, is there wedding bells? So, Could there be so wedding doing bells? A deeper search. It is true. I am sorry uh, if you are, are gonna <laughs> waiting for the season it's there. to start. It is out there. It's in people's She's magazine. Married? Thousand pound sister Tammy Slayton. New bride and she married caleb <laughs> who she actually met is in he the big? rehab is he yeah, big? He's, oh. he's a bigger guy because well. she's in a fat people rehab right she is interesting so she met him so i guess we'll see him maybe on one of the next seasons so you know she's so talking she about was, how bored she is she was quoted as saying her wedding day was perfect there was so much love in the room and thousand pound star who's now 36 exclusively say i literally married my best friend well, maybe they can just sit and be fat together whatever i mean hey you found something you got in common, shoving things in your mouth. I would totally shove this in my mouth, Mr. Jesse. Little Caesars, they got a new pizza, Jesse, and it is slices and sticks. Doesn't that sound good? So half of it, you got slices, pepperoni, whatever you want, and the other half, you got cheesy sticks. We totally need to go get this. Seven ninety nine, delicious. I'm gonna eat it, and then I can go to that fat people rehab. You might need to. 
McDonald's is uh, testing out some new straw lids. Ugh, people are going to hate this. But, like, so remember when Starbucks came out with those sippy cup lids? I personally like it. Mm-hmm. My dad used to call straw sissy sticks. He's like, boys don't drink out of straws. I think they were cheap. They want to buy straws. Because your dad's so masculine. <laughs> 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 but I think um, so anytime the, yeah. they come out with something like this, people like. Yeah, so here's so the backstory like is that you know the chain McDonald's has begun testing strawless lids, uh, and I think Starbucks does this pretty effectively. No, they people you like their lids. I like their little lids. So if they, I mean, as long as they work. The I mean, to be honest with you, in a it's, car, though, it's better than a paper lid. But if you're in a car, tipping a drink up and spilling it is a lot more likely than just you know. <laughs> slurping a little bit of and a I'm one of those people straw. that has issues with my lid that even if it's on secure it's like dripping or leaking somehow you have issues with your lid mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes the Starbucks people just can't put that lid on right Mr. Jesse but McDonald's they are famous for their Diet Coke that I like I love going to get Diet Coke and little bag of apple slices <laughs> alright Jesse are you ready to enter the Trump Twilight no. Zone, Mr. Jesse. Why are we still covering him? Because <laughs> uh, he's in the news, and he's he's running for president, Jesse, and he might be the nominee. And somewhere in the Trump Twilight Zone, Kerry Lake is apparently the governor, and he's going to be president. Everybody loves oh, him, Jesse. Oh, and Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to be his vice president. Yes, Marjorie Taylor oh, Greene for president. Oh, glad we have the smartest this country has off. Matt Gates for Secretary of Defense. We got it, you know? <laughs> He's little kids aren't even safe around him. All right, Jesse, are you ready to enter the Trump Twilight Zone? No, I'm not. Oh, come on, here we go. You know, I'm automatically attracted to people. I just start kissing them. It's like a man. Just... I don't even know. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. <laughs> you can do anything. Sorry, baby. I made that just for you so that the Trump I dare you put my favorite song in with Donald Trump. <laughs> How dare you ruin him? Well, Mr. Trump only raised uh, under $100 million, Jesse. So is that bad that he only raised uh, $10 million? I mean, um, that's. This article saying that, I mean, that it's a lot more raise than he's more. raised in prior quarters, which means that there isn't as big appetite for Donald Trump to run again. And I think if you watch any political news stations, you can kind of see that there's a lot of detractors from from Donald Trump. Um, even just recently, uh, when people were voting for John McCarthy, uh, Bobart was clear to say. Uh, respectfully, Mr. President, you said you're John. Left- but, oh God, I'm, I know you're talking about. Oh, McCarthy. Yeah, you said John, but I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I know you're talking about. The top speaker of the house now. Yeah. It's not John, but yeah. Oh, it's uh, Paul McCarthy. No, that's a, that's a, that's a Beatle. <laughs> <laughs> He's right here, actually, on his face. What is his name? That McCarthy. Uh, I, don't, I can't even think of his name right now myself. That <laughs> <laughs> distract you so much. You, you did. Remember his name? You did. I'm just joking. Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. While he was running you. for his 15th uh, round as Speaker of yes, the House. Yes. Bobart even detracted from Donald Trump after he allegedly gave her a call. He said, respectfully, you know, Mr. President, you're wrong and you need to not be supporting Kevin McCarthy. So there has been some pushback from supporting Donald Trump and then all these legal challenges that he's facing, including that. Uh, that video you've been playing. Oh, I love the video. His, what, what was that video so for? So it's the deposition for Stormy Daniels 
um, back back when back I guess like I don't know three four years ago the Stormy Daniels thing came out and supposedly Donald Trump paid hush money payments to multiple people to stop that story from coming out and then she ended up kind of breaking their her NDA and then he tried to sue her but now he's being deposed and he's just pleading the fifth like over and over and over it was hilarious <laughs> it was funny but um trump he's also he's gonna build jesse an impenetrable dome over the united states oh is he so protect us from world war three he's gonna do this real quick because that wall went up so quick you know the wall that's not no know, the wall created. the amazing beautiful spectacular it's not, it's not there wonderful it's magnificent not, it's not done wall it's not there there's gaps and holes he talks about the wall like it's a wall mm, are you sure <laughs> uh, well tell me about this nightmare scenario jesse so say that like biden decides he's going to be the democrat and then liz cheney decides she's going to be a republican and then trump's like well i'm going to run too so does he run as like an independent so is that what's former scaring pre- people? Former President Trump has made it very clear to the Republican Party that if he is not the Republican nominee, he will run as an independent. Mm-hmm. And so here, here's what causes the issue. So he, as an independent, would split up the votes from the Republican nominee who's running for president, who's the Republican nominee. Mm-hmm. So in essence, would give you know whoever Democrat, more likely Joe Biden, easy victory to becoming you know the president again hmm. Hmm. we can't have that mr jesse that would be going back into the twilight zone people are not that crazy not that crazy at all Mm-mm. no they're not <laughs> all right how about we get into the new new news mr jesse all right whatever gets set of trump all right like. let's do the new new news you need to know right here on the doctor whoever project First story, I knew I had this in here somewhere because I heard this. Um, it, it clarifies what we were, we were talking about about Showtime. So it's Paramount Plus is going to be picking up Showtime now. So Paramount Plus is integrating in with Showtime um, in their streaming so, app. So, so I guess apparently you won't have Showtime to have. Showtime is changing its name in a nod to its streaming future. The Paramount so Plus. So it says that the cable network will now be called paramount plus so we already have paramount plus but here's the thing so is there no more showtime i guess not it just is paramount plus i guess showtime is just basically wrapping itself they're dissolving the name showtime yeah and wrapping it in wrapping it in with because it is confusing like we say but then you have the problem like we do with the discovery plus but then you're gonna have all those people like everything and what happened to showtime yeah and it's like they need to have a better segment. It's like you go in there and it's like Showtime or you're like in Disney. You go into Disney, it's like Marvel section, the Simpsons section, whatever. But I don't know. Well, did you hear about this? I know we've talked about the Johnson & Johnson. Um, I guess it's like a, a massive lawsuit with the talc causing people like cancer. Is it yeah, cancer or something like cancer. that? Well, they, the judges finally came down and said that they cannot 
file bankruptcy and just be like, oh, we're we're going to yeah. be bankrupt and get out of this. So so apparently, you know. uh, from the documentaries we've seen on Talc, which is put inside Johnson and Johnson baby powder, they knowingly. Uh, had stuff in there, the talc, that they know causes cancer. And they apparently had all this information for the decades leading up to continuous selling mm-hmm. of baby powder. And this mm-hmm. is being put on our most vulnerable Americans, which is our children. Doesn't surprise so this me. So this is a good move from the appeals court that is not going to let Johnson Johnson out of there. Um, so... I don't know. It's it's kind of scary because Johnson & Johnson is one of those brands. Trusted. You grow up that it's the brand that's safe. You turn the, over things in your the cabinet. Brand, it's the brand that you know shampoo can go in your eyes and it won't make well, you Well, you don't even know. You probably have 20 products in there right now that are Johnson & Johnson. You don't even know they're Johnson & Johnson. No, they're I just, agree. You know, they're uh, undercover Johnson & Johnson products disguised as you know some other logo. Um, Jesse, this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one right here. Have you heard of the black alien? No. Can I play you a video of him? Sure. I don't know if it's going to... There's not really a lot of talking you need to hear. It's more of a visual, Alien. But. Now restaurants are scared to serve me. Anthony Lofredo, who calls himself the black alien, removed his ears, nostrils, and even a few fingers, sharpened his teeth and dyed them purple, and covered his body in extreme tattoos. Why you want to do that? Now the Frenchman says he's found one space where he can't come in peace. If I want to eat at a restaurant, sometimes the service says I can't eat on the terrace. Lofredo, 33, recently told Lad Bible. While some alter the size of their figure or inject fillers into their face, Lofredo's body modification is out of this world. He revealed that he was miserable living in a body he didn't belong in, finding I new mean, self-confidence hey, from people who have reportedly told him that his Oof. appearance makes them feel more secure with themselves. All right, so this girl's like talking forever, so we can't get a chance to chime in. But this guy's covered in black tattooing. So the thing was, he was a good-looking, attractive French French guy, yeah. And then he turned himself into an alien, but that's perfectly fine. I don't care. But I would say that if I owned a restaurant, I should be able to say... I don't want scary alien-looking man it's, it's scaring one of off things, my customers. You're allowed to do whatever you want with your body. The restaurant owners are allowed. I'm to not do. sure what the rules are like in France. I think it's a little more lax out there. But I think over here, as a private business owner, just like you can say, no shoes, no shoe. Uh, what is it? No shoes, no shirt, no service. You can say, no teeth, no tongue, no. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's a little creepy looking yeah, in he's my a little creepy looking. Um and something else that's creeping people out, Jesse, is I think these flight attendant costumes. Yes, queen, yes, queen, yes, queen. Yeah! Uniforms. So well, I'm calling these costumes because I guess gender doesn't matter anymore when you're up in the air. <laughs> so um if you're a male flight attendant and you decide you just want to wear the high heels for fun of it. I guess you can now, Jesse. What do you think about that? I think it's perfectly fun. Mm-hmm. Well, whatever, I guess. You know. If that's what the person identifies that and they want to wear that, that's perfectly fine. Do you think you the, should be able to be comfortable in whatever you would normally wear in your personal life, in okay. your work life. That's I agree with you for that. Sure, 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 sure. 
And but, that's, but, but you just come and you just like I'm just going to dress up as a girl today for fun of it. But that's not that's not a thing you're associating with fun of it. And I don't think people are wanting to be in high heels working for the fun of it. That's not I fun. I hear it's good for the thighs and the calves, Mister Jesse. Uh-huh. Are you going to start wearing them then? <laughs> Maybe I need okay. some leg workout. All right, let's change it up, Mister Jesse. Change it up. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get down to business, ladies and gentlemen. You want to go somewhere and you want to be somebody, you better wake up and pay attention, honey, because the real world is out there. And they don't care how hip you think you are or who you kick it with. It don't matter. If you don't have an education, you don't have anything. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go Talk to me about the nation's debt, Mr. Jesse. So Biden and um, the one we couldn't think of earlier, Kevin McCarthy, we only heard his name 15 times the other day. Uh, Biden and McCarthy, they're supposed to be coming to an agreement um, to figure out what they're going to do with the debt crisis. Some other people are saying they should just not pay it. You know, Some people are talking about instituting a sales tax. Like, what would a 30% sales tax on all goods sold? How would that affect the economy? That I don't, I feel like that would be a very, a, a, a very so that's, shocking that's, thing that's to the American the Republicans country. Have, have pushed forward. It's like you go buy a Starbucks tax. coffee so and it's 30% it, tax. Is that what they're yeah, talking so about? So here's how it, why it wow. doesn't work. What is that on like $6? So the Republicans' idea of raising sales tax to the 30% or whatever the number is only helps the wealthy in society. Mm-hmm. So you're telling me that people that make $40,000 a year are going to pay the same in taxes as a person making a million dollars a year just based on sales tax. It just doesn't, doesn't work. Mm, that seems, that, 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 and that just doesn't seem like a good idea to change the entire structure of the way we do taxes. And that changes, that would change the whole structure of the way people spend money. Yeah, absolutely. You can't do that. You can't have that, Mr. Jesse. I know we hear a lot of stories on here about child abuse and things like that, and we try to like not be such a downer all the time, but these people in Minnesota, they better be watching out because somebody's going to call the police on them. You just know it. They're letting their kid sleep outside for three years just for the fun of it. I have no problem with this whatsoever. I think... You know, this is good. Be independent. If the kid wants to go outside and sleep outside, 14-year-old um, in 38 degrees. Minus 38 degrees. Jeez, you see that? At some point, you as a parent need to know better. Like, hey, you you can sleep outside and put up your little tent when it's the weather's nice. But once you start getting extreme weather, yeah, it's not it's not safe when for I, a child. I didn't see it said minus 38 degrees when I was browsing this article when I tossed it in here. I thought it said 38. And I was like, that 38 degrees is nothing. It's not even, it can't even snow. So yeah, that's a little chilly. But I mean, if the kid likes it, you know, whatever. As long as they're, as long as the kid's safe and fine. What do you think about that, Mr. I, I don't think so. And I, I, so? I will reference back to something you said. Just because a kid wants to eat McDonald's and it's junk true. food all day long, and, it, you know, he's perfectly fine in his current day life, doesn't mean it's not going to affect him later in it's life true. and have health issues. Like, you probably aren't getting the best sleep out there and things like that. You know, maybe no. it's, maybe you do it for a weekend and then but you it also come back does, inside. But it also doesn't prepare the child to live 
live in an normal society. Yeah. Maybe you do it for like a weekend and then it's like a fun thing, but you don't stay out there for a thousand no. days straight unless you're really trying to like break some Guinness World Book of Records or something. There's always those kids that are smart, though, right, in school. Those kids that are, like, you know, they're not sleeping outside. They're, like, you know, going to speech class and winning the spelling bees. I always spelled the first word wrong because I knew I was I was terrible. I'm still terrible at spelling. So I would just spell the first word. They'd be, like, dog, and I'd be, like, D-O-K, just so I could, like, sit down. <laughs> um, but this article right here that I found from BBC, it, uh, f- it followed a kid that was like a mince and all this stuff and he had like a you know an iq of 162 you know supposed to be super super smart and people think like oh they're gonna end up being uh steve jobs or change the world you know what this guy is an assistant principal at a school that's good i know that's what i'm saying but like that's what i mean like i mean but it's not so here's the thing though there's plenty just of, because you're smart doesn't mean you're gonna do people, anything but it has to be what you have in your ambitions are yeah. surrounded. If you want to change the world and you have the aptitude to do that, I'm sure you're on the right course. I think some people but get if burned you, out. But if you're too. just a simple person and you just want to help, mm-hmm. you know, kids learn, I mean, that's it. I'd be happy to have him as vice principal at my school. I go, oh yeah, my kids were going to genius. You know, not like that. What's that? Uh, Abbott Elementary. That lady that she uh, she became I love principal. That show. She became the principal because she was uh, caught the no, deacon she, cheating. She caught the deacon cheating, That's and right. he's a superintendent of schools. <laughs> That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, how about some? Uh, how about we let the dogs out, Mister Jesse? Sounds good. I can barely see Mr. Cody over there. He's like so camouflaged in that bed. <laughs> uh, well, if you have a dog or cat, PetSmart wants to pay you $10,000 to test their toys, Mr. Jesse. Yeah, they're looking for one dog and one cat to become their chief toy testers. The role comes with a $10,000 salary. So according to company, the ideal candidate should have vast experience in play and knack for toy testing and an advanced palette for sampling an array of culinary treats. I love it. I might Where do we send in the resume? I'm signing you guys up. Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, you want to take a break, Mr. Jesse, and then we'll Sounds come back. Good. And we got some local Las Vegas news. You caught the Doctor Whoever Project is on air. Real discussions that matter with just a pinch of nonsense. Get bent back into shape. With the Doctor Whoever Project. I know you have a relative coming into Las Vegas soon. That's just, you know, if you live somewhere like this, constantly people are coming in and they like to ask questions and stuff, of course. But um, I found this well, article I mean, I about inflated. Think Vegas is a different world. Well, people think that about everywhere. My parents think California is a foreign country. But 
yeah, you know, you go to most places and you book a hotel room. You go to the beach, you book a hotel room. You go to Florida. Yeah. You go, we go to wherever. We we went to London and we did. Didn't we stay in like a like a Holiday Inn or something like? Best Western. Yeah, it was something. And it was really way, nice. Yeah, and actually. it was weird. Like they have this in London. It was just like so strange and random. But um, there's a class action lawsuit apparently here in Las Vegas claiming that the strip hotel properties collude to inflate room prices but aren't they all kind of owned by the same like caesar's entertainment owns like half of them or maybe more than half right and then mgm owns the other half and then there's like those one or two sprinkled well, and in and that's there. what i mean so mgm isn't that kind of like caesar resorts and entertainment own the vast majority of hotels on the strip so it does make sense for those hotels to cooperate and set a, a price for hotel rooms i mean it makes sense as a business um I, i'm not sure if there's any more additional information i have to look through the article uh of what else people are claiming to be you know a misappropriation of colluding apparently there's an algorithm so you know they set the prices for the rooms independently but then there's some kind of a competitive market algorithm this is something called the platform rainmaker I'm not sure if that's something that's capitalized. So the, does the platform Rainmaker displaced normal competitive prices and led to increased room prices? So maybe they have some kind of algorithm. It's called the Rainmaker. And um, I don't know. I guess it's the antitrust lawsuit, Jesse. So we'll see what happens with that. We'll I'm glad we have our mind, special... I wouldn't mind prices coming down a bit. I'm glad we have our special little card, though. We don't have to worry about it all. I mean, <laughs> it, and I think what also people forget is when you come to Las Vegas, there will be a resort fee added oh. on to that hotel cost. Not for us, though, Mr. Jesse. Las Vegas. Have you heard of Nielsen's Frozen Custard? I have not. I guess um, it's delicious. And they have one down in Henderson, which is basically a foreign country if you live in the part of Vegas we live in. Mm -hmm. But there's one opening up here in West Las Vegas, Jesse, and I want to go try it. Well, no, it's not that far. (laughs) It's going to be near Red Rock Casino. It opened up this past Oh, it's in Summerlin. Yeah, in Summerlin, Red Rock. You know, it's not. So so where is Nielsen's originally from? I guess there's one down in Henderson, but I'm not sure where. No, but where is Nielsen originally from? I'm not sure. Sure. It's a fan favorite. Uh, they're excited to have it at Station Red Rock Casinos, and I'm excited to try it. Because, like, you always see, um, I'm losing what it's called. What's the stuff they have in, like, Italy? The ice cream? Oh, it starts with a G. Uh, gelato. Gelato. Like, gelato, that's everywhere around here. It's, you know, change it up, get something different. <laughs> How about some sports, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. Is the Super Bowl coming up? Yeah, Super Bowl's on my birthday. Oh, February shit. the 12th. Oh. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. You know, we had a goal and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, a very fitting dream. <laughs> that's kind of gay, but hey. It's blocked. Feasting hit it off of a Detroit player. No, no, it is. Here's a disparity in the call. They're going to give the ball to Detroit. Bird steals it. Johnson, layup, Boston. One second left. Bird steals it and gets it to Johnson at the buzzer. Oh, 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 oh,
discouraged. That's what it's all about. Lifting up one another. The moment you get discouraged, it's the moment you will break. We didn't come all the way here to play it safe. So this is what we do. We fight. Well, it looks like there's going to be two brothers, Jesse, playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Jason and Travis. One team. So what uh, So what? What are the two teams? Is it's, it Kansas, uh, Kansas City, City Chiefs? Chief and the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Philadelphia Eagles. It's the first time ever there's been dueling so there, there brothers on the, the Super Mannings. Bowl. Uh, you know, everybody knows. But uh, they ever Aiden played against They've each other? They've never played against each other in, in a Super Bowl. Bowl. So this is the first one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another story I found was funny. Um, Georgia Bulldogs quarterback... <laughs> I guess he was uh, belligerently drunk walking around somewhere and had to be arrested. <laughs> so you just win. I think that that's a team that won. They won like their championship or whatever. And then like you win, you know, and then it's like, ugh, drunken in public. Who hasn't been drunk in public though, Mr. Jesse? It happens to the best of us. Poor guy. <laughs> All right. How about some updates? Sounds good. All right. Let's get some updates on the Doctor Whoever project. Listen. <laughs> Everybody Well, we have an update on one of those shootings in California, uh, Half Moon Bay. You know, it's sometimes interesting when, you know, you finally figure out the reason behind some of these things and, um, you know, how trivial it might turn out to be. And um, this one came down to a $100 repair bill. The guy was just like, you know, that was the last straw or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. and he just like went crazy. Um, another update we have is the Tyree Nichols beating, arrest, whatever you want to call it, murder down in Memphis, Tennessee. And they've obviously pulled that report, and it's very interesting to see clearly in video one thing, and then in black and white, what somebody wrote in a report, mm-hmm. clearly contradicting each other vastly. And it might be the first time right, in the modern I era think, where people are seeing that just because somebody writes something down in black and white on our police report and stamps it doesn't mean it's the gospel. When I think that's the reason why the police chief was so quick to, you know, have these people terminated from their positions, because after viewing the video, it's clear to see mm-hmm. all the misfractions, all the misuse of power, um, so many list of egregious errors mm. uh, on point of the police that there was no other way to to move forward other than to terminate them and prosecute them i agree um they found out through uh, i guess through just doing some research of the videos that they gave him 71 orders or commands and they're saying that that basically was just setting him up to fail like the purpose of that is so you can say they didn't listen and then how they all concocted their story at the end and claimed he was on drugs and grabbed their gun it's all these people are actually saying what we were saying and what we've said that they just make it up. Yeah. They do what they do, and then they make up a story to make 
their actions valid. Yeah, so the New York Times analysis of the footage uncovered, uh, and around those 13 minutes of footage that we have, the cops had issued Tyree at least 71 commands before radioing that he was in custody. In that short period, they gave Nichols impossible to meet instructions from asking to show his hands, and even while they were restraining him to get on the ground, even though he was already on the ground, to telling him to reposition himself even when he did not have the ability to do so because they had control over his movements. Um, Mm -hmm. So this is just a few of those 71 commands that the police were issuing that were impossible for Tyree to follow. I think this might be the first time where people can actually see and prove that the police are doing these certain tactics on a wide scale to protect themselves so that they can do the most damage and get the most money and criminal charges out of you, the person they're pulling over. Because apparently these guys were doing this all the time. There's all these people that have came out now and said, oh, yeah, they came up to me. and they." But normally they would find a gun and I, and I or a little bit of weed or outstanding warrant, and that would be able to rationalize their overreaching aggressive actions. Well, because it's easy, but this to, time it's easy they to frame somebody like, oh, they had drugs in them. And so the first mm-hmm. thing you're going to think of, even if it's a, it's a weed pipe, which is legal – Maybe oh, not they're, there. They're, they're drug this addict. Is Memphis, or something like that. No, I'm just talking about the way you oh, use okay. uh, something you find at the scene in order oh, to yeah. construct a narrative of how horrible this person is. But I think the most important part with these tapes that were released show is that not one officer was looking to defuse the aggressive situation oh, no. uh, and not to use force. In fact, it looks the pretty opposite that one actually officer uttering, I hope they stomp his ass. Yeah, of course. When Nicholas that was the white guy. To escape the violence. That guy so didn't even go over there. There's so much we're seeing here. The lack of professionalism, the lack of being able to control a very complicated situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that the person that is actually being detained is the one speaking rational to people of authority over him mm-hmm. is the most troubling part uh, of the videos we found. And that it's almost with the impossible orders, with the aggressiveness from the police officers, um, with not being able to, like I was saying, follow those commands. It puts you in an impossible situation and in a situation that I hope with, you know, a lot of the CBC, the Congressional Black Caucus is, is heading a lot of issues with President Biden to you know, have some accountability with police reform because there needs to be some type of executive action that takes place that addresses the issues that we're facing because every American deserves to go home safely. That is the most important part of this story. Every single American that faces interaction with the police department, regardless of your skin color, you deserve to go home safely or if you violate or or if you have a crime that you commit. You can't say all that when you know specifically that these groups of police are out there and they're built and they're constructed by their higher ups and their goal is to go out and cause disruption and arrest people they see are, are criminals or will be criminals or have criminal aspirations. And this one unique time, they just didn't find anything on this guy. But what that shows is an overall problem that they're being aggressive. They're, they're aggressively going out and bothering people. 
that are really just living their everyday lives. You know, it's something that I was thinking to start about. Trouble, I'm, and I'm sure there's an issue with with this. But I feel there should be a third party that is not associated with the police department that every single day goes through police body camera footage on a regular basis and looks for infractions in how they conduct pulling over and interactions with citizens in in mm-hmm. the process of arresting, detaining, stopping individuals. But you, you have certain districts and places all over the country where they don't even release the footage like they don't they never release it a third party that views the footage on a regular basis so what's the point of having it if you don't do anything with it you know i don't know it's a big story but um did you hear anything about the kind of rumor that one of the police officers involved the victim tyree nichols he was kind of talking to or dating one of the cops baby mama or girlfriend and it was said that they both worked at fedex together they even alluded to it during the funeral charges like the alvin relsh uh reverend these, sharpton said something like oh, hey, reverend sharpton said something like you know all you people talking on social media and some some something but i mean like of course it's it's rumors but you know yeah i don't want to go into rumors. no but it's very po- but it's very possible that some Two people that work at a FedEx might, yeah, say hi or whatever to each other, but that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, that shouldn't result in someone that is a police officer taking it upon themselves to go and give this guy retribution for talking to his baby mama at FedEx where they work if this ever happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's just, you know, silly willy, I think, Mr. Jesse. I got some fun car stories coming up for you. How about that? Sounds good. All right, let's take a little break first. We can do a little reset. My hands and feet are cold, Jesse, right now. <laughs> All right, well, let's take a break. Uh, this is the Doc Dever Project. We'll be right back. NASA has discovered a formation on Mars that resembles a giant teddy bear. Have you Uh-oh. seen this, Mr. Jesse? No. Look at this. It looks like a teddy bear face. It's like, you know, Build-A-Bear Workshop Mars Edition. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go. It looks neat. And Tesla is bringing down all these prices. So since the, the tax credit came in, Tesla reduced their price of their car. Now Ford is slashing the electronic Mustang uh, Ford price. Ford will not be outdone they by will Tesla. Not. These, uh, none of these car companies will be. Especially since they're pushing their Mach-E, which uh, they cut the price $4,500 in response to Tesla's own recent cut, stepping up the price wars and slowing the EV market. So the discount comes on a model that Ford has already described as unprofitable, apparently. But the automaker said it hopes to offset further margins uh, by boosting production 67% this year. All right. And speaking of Tesla, I know one ran off a mountain, but it was intentional the other day, and all those people survived, you said. But 
you got to watch out for these things catching on fire. A Tesla spontaneously catches fire on a California freeway, and they had to use 6,000 gallons of water to get it to go out. Mm, I want to see what really happened first, because apparently uh, the news articles that came out with that first cars, a Tesla automatically uh, loses control and goes off the freeway when it turned out that it was manually over the freeway. This says, so I'd like to see. This what, says the Tesla's battery compartment caught fire just before 4 p.m. Eastbound Lanes, Highway 50 near Sacramento. I'd like to look uh, more into this first. I agree. You know, research. Well, the next article is, why do Teslas keep catching on fire, Mr. Jesse? I'm being bombarded with information here. Uh, people do see these things catching on fire a lot, and I guess the issue is when the batteries catch fire, it has to be extinguished by some kind of like special extinguishing powder or like goo and you can't just like put it out with fire i got with water i guess you can but it takes like a whole a whole ton um, so but, one of these know. was a driver had slammed his model x into a traffic light on a quiet residential street in austin before crashing into a gas pump so mm. i don't know well apparently the electric batteries are made up of thousands of smaller little batteries and once like a single cell or a single battery like ignites it's just poof all up in smokes, Mr. Jesse. And then um, this lady, Jesse, there's a lady that came out and she said she's too embarrassed to drive her Tesla now because of Elon Musk. Oh, and we've talked about that. We we're, were wondering, like, are these like people that are like tree huggers and stuff? And like, oh yeah, I'm a Tesla, I'm a tree hugger. I love the environment. And then like Elon Musk starts acting like an ass. Are you kind of like, yeah. are you, are you, are people? Are you, you said you heard people talk about the like mobile training. They're training their Tesla. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I mean, oh, that's well. the problem with. You owning a company and you taking a strong position, whether it's left and you're the face or of the company, right, it affects your bottom line. Well, there's just a lot like, of companies just out like there the pillow guy learned real right. quickly. You take a position to the far right. Hey, people will find another pillow. Just like don't be so out in people's face. But I guess that's what made Tesla. I feel like be so popular was. But it's him. never been political. It's always been he's a new he's thing. been very boisterous about his opinion, but it's never been political. Is stuff. it even? Does he even care? Sometimes I wonder if these people even care if they're just trying to like you know. He cares enough to, cause to trouble. lose billions of dollars in Tesla shares. But do they care? That's the thing. He's like, I'll get a billion back. I lose a billion, you make three billion. You know, whatever. <laughs> All right, you ready for the last break, Mr. Jesse? Sounds good. Then we'll wrap it up. All right, let's go. Last break of the show. I think you're gonna find this interesting because. Um, I've got a quote from someone that is almost word for word what you've told me before, Mr. Jesse. So maybe you should be an economics major mm -hmm. instead of me. For the new normal in local Las Vegas radio, Doctor Whoever is now streaming live in HD, delivered straight to your device. Find it all at DoctorWhoever.com.
Well, Biden came out yesterday with an amazing jobs report. I guess the unemployment level. 517,000 jobs. Unemployment's like 3.4, the lowest it's been, like, you know, in forever. Unemployment's lower than it's been in half a century. And I think what happens is when Google and these tech companies. Can Can I say one thing before you go into that? So. The added job numbers and the reduced unemployment rate, which is at 3.4%, which is historic low. This is all with the Fed increasing um, interest, interest rates, rates to try and stop the economy from growing. Which they've so relaxed on. The thing is, that's how powerful the Biden economy actually is. That with the Fed's knowingly trying to you know, kind of put out the fire on the economy, it's still still trucking along it's just amazingly. And I find it interesting that when these tech companies like Google and there's a bunch of tech companies that have laid people off, Microsoft, I guess a lot of people have. But when you're working at Uber Technologies or Microsoft or Google and you get laid off, you just go on one of those like apps and you become a programmer from your house. Like it's not like back in the day when you got laid off from General Motors in Detroit. You know, you can't just open up your own car factory and start making trucks. Mm-hmm. But when you're a computer programmer or a um, UX designer or a web designer or whatever, engineer, you could just sit at your home and do the same thing from your computer or your home office that you did from Google and probably sometimes have even more of an interesting work-life balance. So it's like I don't consider those layoffs as it's – not, it's not like it used to be. You know what I'm saying? Because you just go, you just go home and open up your little home office and go on Fiverr or one of those things or you know what's the new Craigslist? <laughs> you know all these things are people go on and they like they they get gigs. You know you see commercials for it all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's not like you're laid off and you're just like sitting at home waiting for someone to offer you hand you a job. But um, so what's your point? Well, my point is that when you get laid off from Google, it's not as big of a deal as if when you get laid off from Ford and all your only skill is putting tires on a car. You need to go to Ford to be able to have so, the facility oh, so for I tires see, on I a see car. What you're trying to say. So when you can jobs, program, so you when go you're, home when and you're getting laid from like a factory job, a factory. like a Ford job, there isn't another factory job necessarily abundantly available to those employees, especially right. in that specific location. But if you're a computer is, programmer, this is a hands-on position. Right. So in terms of people being laid off from Google, they're obviously the high echelon of people that people yes. need for yes. every single developing company and have a world. Wide reach. They can go work anywhere. Like my my friend Kevin was a project manager, and he dealt with people from like the Middle East all the time. He would get up at like six a.m. and have phone calls and stuff. It's like you know, you your outlook and potential is so much more broad than if you have to depend on somebody to go in to do a job for some person that you're Mm -hmm. kind of physically doing with those materials. Like yeah. when you have your computer, I mean, we're doing the show here from the from the the puppy den now. You know, it's like we I've I've broke it down to one computer and an iPad, two headsets, and two cell phones. Mm-hmm. So it's like I you can do it when you can do something from anywhere. You have so much more freedom, and it's easier to get a job quicker. You know, but back to this article because this is talking about more of the lower level jobs. So we're talking about the higher level jobs. That you can work from home, but lower level job is where you're going to Walmart and somebody's got to check you out. Or Kroger, you just said recently got bought out. Our Kroger bought out Albertsons, so it's like going to be the biggest, probably the biggest grocery conglomerate there is. 
Um, I got a quote from the CEO of Walmart, and he's saying that they need those low-income workers. They need workers that can be employed in this country legally. What's happening now is you're letting people in that can't participate in the workforce, but do increase demand. So you got people here with their kids and their grandma and their aunts and their uncles. They can't get a job, but they still need things. So they're increasing demand. So it says you so you have an increasing demand driving up price without the workforce in place to enable the services. So it's like they're saying it's like a very complicated factor. So you need to figure out ways to let the lower level people be able to work to support the greater and need. And this is this is going back into the bigger picture of immigration, immigration reform. So or just allowing reason, people to work. The reason why the US economy has become what it is today is because the influx of immigrants that have come into this country, whether that is Italians, whether that was Irish, Mm -hmm. whether that currently is people from Latin America, this segment of immigrants have been able the U.S. population to not only grow, but create a workforce like the world has never seen before. Um, And with limiting immigration reform, we limit the amount of people that are available to do menial jobs. Uh, You know, I'm talking about these minimum wage jobs that they would normally do. We're not allowing people to do those jobs. So we're seeing a huge influx of job openings that no one is filling anymore. Would it be Um, insensitive to like, to have like... See, I'm gonna use we're, the not, word. we're no longer talking about farm work anymore. Yeah, so I'm gonna, well, I, I was, I was gonna use the word classes, but I mean, I'm trying to think of a better way to, to represent it because I want to almost think like A, B, and C. So it's like, so you have a permit, and you can only get these certain jobs. Like these are the only jobs you can have, you know. And maybe if you go to school and you get a nursing degree and you're not a citizen, now okay, you get a B. You can have a B sector, which is medical jobs or whatever, but it's like, you know what I'm saying? There needs to be some way to let people enter in instead of people living here for 14 years in their in their brother's house not working. But then it makes people like get used to being lazy too, you know, I think. Well, I think it's not that, that they're not working. It's that they're doing work that is under the under table. Ta- well, some people or, aren't working, I'm sure. Or they're doing entrepreneurial jobs where they're selling, becoming vendors. Or oh, I mean like food. people selling on the streets? Yeah, I mean, this, stuff? which stuff that they would do normally in their own country. Um, but what this fails to happen is we're keeping society in the shadows. Um, and mm-hmm. the, the thing is that they're not just here just sitting in a room. They're having children. They're falling in love. They're having and then their children, children are citizens, that are right? U.S. citizens, which is creating a, a broader issue altogether. So that's part of the problem, and, too. It's like you can come here. You're illegal. But then you have a kid. But that kid is legal because they were born here. But you are not. It just doesn't seem to make – it's silly. It's a, well, it, I mean, it's a That's what silly. makes it so complicated and it's such an issue. Um, and it's the same thing as we have kids that are brought here when they're one or two or three years old, whoever the age is, right? Mm-hmm. And they go through our educational system because mm-hmm. it is a right for people to be educated. And it should be. And so say they go through elementary school, they go through middle school, they go through high school, and now you're telling me they can't get a job? That's the thing. Like, that's, so we've spent, we've spent all this make sense taxpayer money yeah. educating, educating them, and now they're no longer viable to work in an American economy and give back and contribute and live out that American dream even just because 
you know, mean X, Y, and Z. So, and that's, you know, where a lot of our dreamers uh, fall into place, our DACA recipients. I get it, Mr. So Jesse. It's, it's complicated and it's something that needs to be addressed. I get it. I agree. Are you ready for the broken hip hop wrap up, Mr. Jesse? Sure thing. Who do we have today? This is like your, this is a Mr. Jesse broken hip hop wrap up. Who who is this? Who is this guy? Chuck D. Okay, here we go. Broken hip hop wrap Chuck up. Is? I have no idea. We'll find Run out. Run DMC. Oh no, I broke my hip. You need some help, Dad? No. Oh, Wait, is that is that Flavor Flay? No, you have Public Enemy. Oh, is that, uh, uh, that's I not, said Run DMC. That's not Chuck D right there, though. No, that's not him. Are you sure? I don't think so. Let's see. Run, put Run DMC. Let's see. I assume that was him right there with uh, Flavor Flav. Let's see. Maybe I think that was him though, with uh, Flavor Flav. Right, so Chuck D is in the news. Um, he still believes rap can change the world. Uh, so Chuck D is a humble about his contributions to fight the power. Uh, so how hip hop has changed the world. He has a new four-part series that's going to air on PBS and the BBC, where he joins other hip hop icons, including Eminem. Okay. Exec- so. He still believes that hip-hop has the ability to call truth to power and in the world that we live in now. It's definitely something we need, so Chuck D's still making the news. All right, so he's Run DMC. He was uh, a... That's him, yes. It's the same guy that was with that Flavor Flav song. It's just hard to recognize with all that, with the sunglasses on and the hat. You still got the same one. You still got Public Enemy on there. Wait, I... Wait, this is the one you told me to put on. All right. We can't find the right guy. Doctor, whoever does. I don't think you know who the guy is, to be honest. This is Public Enemy. Run DMC. Okay, let's see. I'm not sure if you know who the guy is or not, because it looks like this is the guy right here. Maybe he looks different when he was younger. Possibly. Let's see. This okay. This actually says his name right here. Yeah, Chuck D. Public Enemy. Okay, there we go. Yeah. So the other guy, Daryl McDaniels, is from Rum DMC, and Chuck D is from Public Enemy. Are you like that? I like this. Alright, the dogs are ready to go off our walk. Ready to go. Wrapping it up, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. Alright, let's wrap it up. I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I'll give them the peace. I'm out. 
you have anything else you need to throw out, Mr. Jesse? Yeah, thank you guys for listening. You can catch our show and our podcast on any place good podcasts are listening to. Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, even Ask iHeartRadio or Alexa, right, Mr. Jesse? Feel free to visit DrWhoever.com. That's well. right. Always at DrWhoever.com. Later. Peace out. See you. Bye. The devil started running when he heard my name.